Good evening. Welcome back to another episode of the Hitchcock Minute. Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts examine the 1959 Alfred Hitchcock-directed thriller North by Northwest. One minute of screen time per episode. This is Minute 115, quite possibly the greatest stop minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry from the Jane Silent Bob Minute. And I'm Chris Derkach, also from the Jane Silent Bob Minute. And I'm Michael Cotton from the Sun Ranto Show podcast. Oh my god, that's the longest I ever talked that Cary Grant voice. I can never do that I again. I couldn't believe you were still doing it. Like, I was waiting for you to stop. <laughs> I was dying there at the end. All right. This is one minute. This is minute 115. We start with Cary Grant and we end with Mount Rushmore. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, we've had our whole week uh, with Chris and I has been Cary Grant in this hospital room slash kind of prison <laughs> that he's in. So I was going to ask that, and if anybody's wondering, I just jumped into this. They gave me this minute, and I had no idea where they were to start with. All right, so <laughs> we can, we can recap our week at least of what happened. Right. So he, even Marie Saint, he meets up with her, or because they they did their little fake thing over at uh, at Mount Rushmore, or not Mount Rushmore, I'm at the visitor center where he pretended to get shot so he could get away. So then he talks to her. She's gonna leave. And it's only at that point where he's informed that she's going to go back to James Mason, back to the bad guy. Yeah, he has no idea. He thinks they're leaving together. And yeah, he thinks that they're going to go off together. And then when he's upset about that, uh, one of the CIA goons punches him out. <laughs> and then he's in this hospital room. And then he just had a nice little chat with the professor, which is like the his basically the CIA guy that's in charge of this little operation. And then he was just like, he was playing nice with him. And he's like, uh, how about we have some bourbon? And then he's like, all right. So he left to go get a drink when obviously all Cary Grant wants to do is escape from this place and go after her. So that's what we're seeing now. The professor just left. He, he, like, he literally walks out the door and then Cary Grant's like trying the door so he can go out too. Yeah. Yes. He gave I him think, clothes. He, he got changed and then the professor left to get some bourbon. So Yeah. And because it's 1959, of course, when he just gave him some clothes in the hospital, it's a suit. Yeah. It's a nicer <laughs> suit than I've ever owned in my life. <laughs> Instead of what you get now at the hospital, you know, a pair of sweatpants. <laughs> oh, my wife would love if I dressed up like this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, we're we're going out to eat. This is what I would put on if I was trying to impress her. <laughs> if I came downstairs in that, out of nowhere, just came downstairs dressed like that, my wife would be like, are you going to a funeral? <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, no, who died? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I wouldn't do, though, is I wouldn't pull the belt up over my belly button is that what uh, that's like, a, right under his chest Listen, that, i would say Harry grant to do that yeah i mean if you're Harry grant you can get away with that kind of stuff <laughs> here here's the first thing i ask you you watch this minute how old do you think Harry grant is in this movie oh uh i don't know probably in his 40s he is 54 wow he looks good <laughs> i think he's 54 or 55 he's right on the depending on where they filmed it I said the same thing. I remember looking it up the first time, and I'm like, when was he born? He's born in, like, 1904. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> and it's even funnier because in the old movies, you normally people look worse. <laughs> and, nope, he's got that Cary Grantness going on. Yeah. Well, and I love this old hospital room, too, with the, I don't know, is this a privacy shade of some sort? I guess it's the type of thing you would get dressed behind so that, you know, the nurse can't see you. <laughs> Or when you're using the bedpan, you kind of pull it over. Yeah. <laughs> right, because like, that's back before there was bathrooms in every room. Yeah. Use yeah, that old like, metal bedpan. Yeah, here's your bedpan. <laughs> you can pee in it, brush your teeth in it, everything. 
there's a three-legged stool and a bedpan back there. Yeah, I will. Uh, you don't see it in this minute, but like basically, say Carrie Grant's at the door, off to his left where you can't see it. They have one of those trays that you eat on, That's and it's literally the exact same tray you would get at the hospital today. Yeah, <laughs> that technology apparently has not improved since 1959. <laughs> yeah, he gives the door a couple tries. I'll give Carrie Grant some acting on this one because you know that door is this is in a studio. So if he pulls for real on that door, it's coming off. Oh, yeah, or the whole wall wiggles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does a good job. So you got to just make it look like you're like, oh, I'm going to give it the old college try, see if I can open it. Luckily, he gave him like a $15,000 watch where he can check his time. <laughs> <laughs> look, oh, my God, that guy has a nicer watch than me and probably every person I know. Do you like, know I have watches? I, well, they're saying, you know, they have like Fitbits, I guess would probably be more. <laughs> think. Like, listen, my Fitbit, so I know how much I walk today. Why would you want to know that? Right. Yeah. Well, he, he just got 12 steps going across the room. Yeah. yeah. Back and forth quite a few times this week, so. Yeah, and he is a insurance uh, agent or whatever. We know he works in insurance. So when you watch him, some of the things he does in this movie, you're just like, oh, that's a guy just pushed to the edge. I guess is what he would do. He spends most of the movie just complaining about everything that's happening to him. Like, he gets kidnapped in the first 10 minutes. And he's just, like, slightly put out about it. <laughs> like, they throw him in a car, and he says something along the lines of, oh, don't tell me where we're going. I want it to be a surprise. He gets like, I hope face and just rubs his chin when he wakes yeah, up. Like, I hope one day if I get kidnapped, I can be that calm that I'm making pithy remarks. <laughs> right. He's actually super depressed. Yeah. He's like, if, if this works out well, they're going to kill me later. Yeah, well, he said uh, he has to get going. He's got three ex-wives and a bartender to take care of. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell him this, though. He's about to climb outside in wingtips. So, wow, that is that is bravery. Well, what I'm most impressed about is uh, we're going to find out. Or, well, we already know, I guess, that they're near Mount Rushmore, correct? Yes. That is in South Dakota. What building is this? Because it looks like it's maybe in an inner city like New York. There's nothing in South Dakota that tall, except for possibly Mount Rushmore. <laughs> yeah, well, how tall is this building supposed to be? <laughs> I don't know, but it, it it looks like the Batman 66 sort of building <laughs> that you assume it's like 50 stories up. Well, when you oh, look like, across the building. Oh, like he looks in the window up. like you're going to see Sammy Davis Jr. in there like, hey, man. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the building across looks like it's at least 10 stories high. Yeah, and and I'll I'll tell you right now, I have been up there a number of times. There are no buildings like this. So, But back then, saying, nobody no, knew. All right, so. CenturyLink Tower, uh, office building located in downtown Sioux Falls, South Dakota. It's 174 feet tall, 11 stories. It's the tallest building in the state of South Dakota. Wow. In the, in the <laughs> state. the tallest said. building in the state. You're not saying the city. In the wow. State. <laughs> <laughs> I've had schools bigger than that. I was going to say, I think I could see an 11-story building from my window. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. 11 Apparently. floors. 174 feet. Oh, and it was also completed in 1986. So, <laughs> Yeah, so it wasn't there then. It really makes South Dakota look much more metropolitan than it really is. Well, because it was shot in downtown L.A. somewhere, I'm sure. Because Hitchcock was like, I don't want to go out to shoot. <laughs> like, oh, we're going to shoot at Mount Rushmore. Oh, send the second unit. <laughs> I'm not going. Do you have any stock photos of Mount Rushmore? Yeah, like we'll use a miniature. Yeah, go get some B-roll. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, like he's outside and they keep it. Uh, Hitchcock does a, you know, apparently Hitchcock knows how to film a little bit. He keeps it just dark enough 
or you can't see quite where he is or how big the ledge is he's walking on. So it looks like he's really scaling along the outside of the building when that ledge could be like four feet long. <laughs> like you can't tell. Yeah. It's possible that there's, you know, a spot for his feet to kind of slide inside underneath that wall there. I don't know. I'm like a hollowed out area for his toes to go in. But you can't quite see how high the building is. But even if you were on the second floor, I already don't want to do this. It's it's a wide landing. I'm, you're talking about it, and I'm like, I can't wait till this minute gets there so I could see it. I, all I had to do was push play, and I would have found it myself. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Chris, that helps to actually watch the minute that we're involved with. <laughs> all right, I see him. He's out there. Yeah, it looks huh? like a pretty big walkway he's on. You you guys are out on the East Coast. You see buildings all the time. Out here in Denver, the buildings are all glass and shiny. There's no ledges like this. Do you see these out there? Older buildings. Yeah. Yeah. Center city of Philadelphia and things like that. There's Have you ever legends, seen a human out on one? No. <laughs> trying to think. I mean, aside from like window washers and stuff, no. I've seen, yeah, oh yeah, the window washer. Oh, all the time, but. oh my God. Like, uh, that's a job I don't understand. Like, I would oh, no. never. No. Those guys are on two chains hanging from the top of the building. They're insane. Yeah, I, I've seen window washers many times, like in yeah. New York and in Philly, and being like, "Nope, no, like, the, no, no amount." Of, it's one of those where, like, how much would it cost you get out there? Infinite amount of money is how much it would cost. <laughs> yeah. There is no amount of money that's getting me out on the side of that building. And it doesn't look like it looks like um, it's made out of a couple two by fours. It doesn't look like it's made out of like sturdy material either. Yeah, it looks like scaffolding somebody put together in five minutes. Right? It's it not like this is the exactly. thing that I'm trusting my life to. And how do they how do they get it to where it is? It doesn't look like it's on a pulley system or nothing. It looks like they throw it oh, off the God. side of the building. <laughs> <laughs> they climb out a window somewhere and watch the thing. Whenever I watch it, I just feel like I feel like I'm watching a Three Stooges short here. Like, <laughs> you know, it's gonna go to the side and all the stuff's gonna slide down. Yeah, everything's gonna slide down. <laughs> that's a, that's another bunch of technology that never evolved. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's like, yeah, we still, it's the, you know, 21st century and we have 100 story buildings and we still got dudes out there in white overalls just with a squeegee. That's exactly what I was going to say. They're just, they're, they don't have a harness on, nothing. They would have to strap me to that scaffold. <laughs> Seven safety ropes and three parachutes on. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Even then, I'm like barely stepping out. Like, I don't like to walk to the window in my hotel room, let alone go out like that. <laughs> like, nope, no thanks. Yeah, uh, thankfully, we, the only thing we have for the first, like, three quarters of this minute is just Bernard Herm- Herman keeping us alive with just this little bit of background score, like his do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Yeah. It, that's Cary Grant's escape music. <laughs> Sneaky music. Yeah. <laughs> Sneaky music. <laughs> so he does what everybody does in all movies where they escape from the room. They go immediately to the room next to them, and thankfully, the window is open. You're not, they never go very far, do they? Well, I guess you're just looking for an unlocked door, and how much time do you want to spend outside on this ledge? Well, it looks like there's plenty of like. I read that Stephen King story, The Ledge. I don't want to be out there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it does make you think. Like, why are these windows just wide open? I mean, he didn't unlock his window either. Well, I think this is like a normal hospital. His door is probably the only one that's locked. It also makes me wonder if his door is locked. Like, is there a guard on the door? Right. (laughs) Like that dude that punched him out. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, the windows. I don't know. I guess I I mean, been in a building that. Well, living in the city, like our third story windows weren't locked. There was no reason for it. You, know, you were like, if anybody's going to be willing to climb up here, they deserve to steal everything. Guess what? If they're going to climb all the way up there, they're going to get in anyway. See, I'll just leave the window unlocked <laughs> so they don't break it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had that. We had a lot of that, too. Like, uh, it's like second or third story windows. Nobody's going to... Like, what thief is going around finding a ladder to break into this house? No. 
Like, what is this, a mansion? He ain't coming in here. All right, so then that definitely puts him at least three stories up. Yeah. In this okay. fictional South Dakota town. <laughs> I'm also wondering, now, he comes in and uh, the lights come on. And I'm trying to see, <laughs> when we see this lady, how the hell she turned the lights on? Uh, her her arms over like she re- maybe it's that that control panel there on the wall. <laughs> she's got pretty good reflexes though because he opens that window. It's only like three or four seconds. Yeah. So like she's, was she if she was asleep, man, she woke up. She's like a she's like a policeman so fast. Yeah, she's got the clapper. She just <laughs> she clapped it on. Clap on, clap off. It's funny because she's like a. I mean, she's I don't know. She's like she looks so much different when she puts her glasses on. Yeah, she really does. It's funny. Oh, she yeah. looks like, it's like Clark she, Kent and Superman. Come on. Well, she looks pretty when she doesn't have her glasses on. She puts his glasses on. You're like, man, those glasses are. Oh, oh, yeah. So it's a 1980s movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where... It's a reverse. It's a reverse of the 1980s. It's a reverse 1980s movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you're gorgeous. Uh... Yeah. So yeah. So we get the. She yells stop, and Cary Grant stops, and then she throws on her glasses, <laughs> sees Cary Grant, and says, "Stop." Yeah, yeah. She gets a little <laughs> more sexy when she sees who it is. And Cary Grant does the, ah. <laughs> it is funny the way he does yeah. it, too. Well, before she puts the glasses on, right? So if you're yeah. watching, right before she puts the glasses on, and you're saying she looks great, and he, he starts to talk to her. He lifts his hand like he's going to talk to her. And then as soon as he sees the glasses, oh, he yeah. puts the hand away he like he's steps walking away. away. And then he stops again. He's like, Double take. Let me see if what I saw was real. <laughs> and then he's like, "Yes, it was." She doesn't look good anymore. Ah, uh. <laughs> it's funny because I think he's like, I'll, "I'll just walk out, and it's not going to be a big deal." And she does the stop. Yeah, it's a great uh, line reading when he does it. Yeah. Like, ah. Uh, if <laughs> this movie, if this movie was made today, what actor can pull this off? Who would be considered? Charming and attractive enough to break into your room and be able to go ah, oh, <laughs> and this, just be able to. This is Clooney in Ocean's Thirty-Seven. I mean, that's about it. I, I don't know if anybody else has got. There are people who are attractive enough, people that are probably are charming enough, but there's very few people that are both. I don't know why Vince Vaughn keeps popping in my head, but I don't yeah, no way. Was. No, you call the police if <laughs> you know, he's in you your know room. Because I just watched the last Curb Your Enthusiasm and he's on there. That's why. Uh, Vince no, Vaughn he would, is, is not coming through that window that No. Smoothly. Actually, yeah. he's like 11 foot tall, too. So yeah, he would never fit he'd probably window. collapse and fall in and smash <laughs> everything. I was trying to think of like maybe like Hemsworth. Could he get away with it? I don't know. And he's attractive enough. I just don't know that he's got the, the suaveness enough. Which one? Thor Hemsworth? Isn't there two? Oh, well, certainly not non-Thor Hemsworth. <laughs> not the lesser Hemsworth. <laughs> Right. Not the Mrs. Uh, Mr. Like if I say Mommy's Affleck, Irish. I'm not talking about Casey. So what do you think she's in the hospital for? She's clearly not ill enough that she's not going to sort of make a play for this guy, right? Yeah, for flowers. If, Somebody I'm going to make a play for Cary Grant if he jumped through my window. <laughs> <laughs> we just looked at him shirtless for like two minutes in a row. Jeff's still a little worked up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, reverse it. Um, so if you want to make it for us, say you're in that bed. Who's the equivalent woman coming through there? Someone who is very attractive and very like sw- like the like suave, like has that kind of air about them. So it's not just someone who's very pretty. Someone who's also got like a certain something about them. Like who would that be? Who's the female equivalent? 
Jennifer Aniston. Thank yeah, you. maybe. Like, she's pretty, but I don't know if she's... I mean, yeah, obviously. I she's... Oh, oh, she's good-looking. Is she? You know, she's been the most attractive woman for the last 20 years. <laughs> I know she's like 55 years old. A guy at work held held her picture up and said, you know, she's the same age as me. And I looked at him. I'm like, oh, yeah, you look just as cool. Well, Jennifer Aniston's got kind of the thing that Jennifer Lopez has where, like, I don't know what you're doing, but you're getting more attractive as you get older. Yeah, Some Hayek. That's another one. Yeah, they're vampires. I told you, yeah. Jeff. That's my theory. <laughs> Oh, like vampire. LL Cool J? Yeah, LL Cool J's a vampire. Yeah, they're getting blood transfusions from 18-year-olds. Yeah. Well, I, I assume Cary Grant was doing that back then, too, because he was pulling it off in 1959. He's still alive. <laughs> right, right, but he was actually killing people while doing it. He's like, I suck the blood of my victims. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, I, I can't really think of necessarily like a, a debonair right cool woman. Look, ever, go into like, the uh the group the, uh, what the, what's the group no. called chris the man on man on washington's nose uh yeah yeah that's what it's called go into the man on washington's <laughs> nose and say who would be your male and female current day equivalent of who is suave debonair and attractive enough to jump through a window and your only reaction is to tell them to stop and then when you see them you go stop <laughs> like please don't leave my room <laughs> i mean i'll give you selma hayek right off the bat i don't like that's, you know, that's she has an age fantasy. as well as I thought, though. What? I don't. I haven't seen her in a while, but I, I think the last time I saw her, I was like, "Eh, you can get off this podcast." What's wrong with you? <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. <laughs> is she in? Is she in reboot? Jeff Jane Silent Bob reboot? No, no. Damn. No. What did I, I saw her in. I think she was in the Hitman's Bodyguard, which only came out like a year or two ago. And I think you're wrong. <laughs> okay. Maybe I just haven't seen her in a while, then. I don't know. Every time I think about yeah, it, well, I mean, from dusk till dawn. Or, or you saw one of those photos, uh, you know, celebrities. They're just like us. And That's they, a possibility. They, they catch a picture of her and she's got like a schmear as she yeah. took a bite of Listen, a hot dog or something. <laughs> I don't care. I have not seen a picture of her ever where I'm like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> right. She, po- she made Frida Kahlo sexy. Yeah. With that one eyebrow. You're right. Yeah. She had one <laughs> eyebrow and you went, mm, I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm good. I've been desperately trying to read. Can you read with a... I can't see what the magazines are that she's reading. She's got a whole stack of magazines there, though. Oh, we never figured out what we thought was wrong with her. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, she doesn't look ill at all. Also, is that a hospital gown? Because it looks more like um, some, like, not quite negligee, but like a pretty, like, not... It's like a nightgown. It's not like, a, it's not like a, a hospital gown. So I, I looked up Sam Hayek recent pictures, and I'm dead wrong, and I apologize. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> and I apologize. With all I like that you think there's any world in which Salma Hayek comes climbing through your window, and you're like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> no, she would... I'd be holding on to her leg while she was trying to get out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I stand corrected. Okay. So, who is who is this woman? Do we know the woman's name? I'm sure we did when we did our research on this. Yeah, I'm, I'm rolling through the IMDb right now trying to find her. I assume she's hospital woman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was trying to. She got like a. She has like a bow in her hair. Well, again, I mean, it's like all people in movies. She's sleeping with full makeup on as oh, you do. This movie has 450 uncredited people. Like what? Act- there's not 450 people in this movie ever. Oh my god! There's okay. So you go on IMDb, right? There's maybe 20 people, 25 people that are named and have the actors. And then rest of the cast lifted out, listed alphabetically, and they're all uncredited in this movie, and it is like 50 people. That's great. Yeah, and they're all uncredited. 
Did people just used to make movies without getting their name on it? Well, I know maybe maybe 59, but when they used to do, I know for crew, they would only credit department heads. So if you watch an old movie and you know how they have the credits up front and you're like, well, they have the credits up front. Why are there so long like 14 or 15 credit slides? Because they would only do whoever was in charge of the department. So it would be like costume department and that, that one person would be in there, not like the 50 other people. Right, that and did I can it. understand that, but these are all technically these are actors. These are people who are in this movie. Maybe Some Hitchcock of them have like, names. I don't care about them. They don't get to be in my movie. <laughs> I mean, the top guy has a full name, Lieutenant Harding, and he's uncredited. <laughs> I mean, normally if you get a name, you're going to get credited in the movie. I guess that just means. I guess uncredited means not that just you weren't in the credits that rolled for this movie. So I guess only like the top 25 people are like you get to be in the movie and everybody else get nothing. My favorite person, um, bit part. <laughs> that's, her, that's her title. Bit part. <laughs> okay. Um, hospital patient. Okay. See, Patricia I was Cutts. For, I was looking for hospital woman. So Yeah, that's what name? I was just looking for too. What's her name? Patricia Cutts. Cutts. Oh. 1926 <laughs> I, to 1974. Oh, she died young. Died. Now oh, we know why sick. she's in the hospital. She, she was sick. Cuts. So she was 33 or 32 in this. And she was also in The Tingler, which I have seen. You really have seen The Tingler? I've seen The Tingler. It sounds like, a, it sounds like something you buy like online, like a French tickler or a tingler. You've yeah. never heard of The Tingler? No. Yeah, he's watched every movie that has The Tingler in the title. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a price movie. Come on now. Yeah, he was in a lot of she was in a lot of like TV shows, Playhouse Ninety, Coronation Street, a bunch of Alfred Hitchcock's Presents. So you probably have seen her. Okay. Oh, good old fire. Good for Patricia Cutts. Sorry that you died. Big bucket of win. <laughs> big, big bucket of win for being <laughs> for a woman who's been dead for over fifty for, for like over fifty years, basically, <laughs> or forty years. And she died in London. So let's blame the British. <laughs> oh, oh God! I shouldn't have looked up what what she did. I'm gonna move on now. No need to bring this podcast down anymore. Oh, no. <laughs> we'll do that when we're not recording. Well, I mean, she would definitely be in the... In, that might be why she's in the hospital. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. uh, so. It, it, yeah, in, in canon, where do we, why do we think she's in the hospital? Why would someone be in a hospital that kind of looks okay? Pretty sure she didn't have a baby. <laughs> hysteria back then, right? I was oh, yeah. Say, <laughs> she's a hysterical woman. She's hysterical. <laughs> And that's why she's got her own clothes. Yeah, yeah, they brought her in after she she went down on her fainting couch. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and, and that's why she's more than ready for Cary Grant to, you know, <laughs> Well, I'm thinking every woman in 1959 was more than ready for Cary Grant. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you don't know. Maybe she's got stitches. <laughs> don't pop my stitches. But we'll we'll work around it. <laughs> because if he doesn't do that, ah, uh, like, listen, this is happening. Yeah, I think so. It, yes, and uh, watching this over and over, it's definitely the glasses <laughs> that make her look. Yeah, well, that make no. I'm fine with the glasses; they they don't bother me really. But you can tell it bothers him. Oh, it turns him off. Yeah, yeah, it turns. Oh, he does him say off. he does say excuse me. Right. She says stop. He says oh excuse me, <laughs> and then he just starts walking again. Yeah. And he does ah right ah. It is definitely a great shot. And then we get one second of Mount Rushmore that's definitely not a uh, insert of some point. <laughs> <No>. yeah. <laughs> well, and like you said, he just walks out that door. 
it's the next door. If anybody is standing in the hallway, right? If there's a guard in, outside that room, like Jeff mentioned earlier, yeah, he's getting seen. Yeah, you're done. Guard. Yeah. The only way this works is if no guard is outside that door, and the professor who you went to go get a bottle of bourbon isn't on his way back. Because <laughs> what would happen to me is I'd sneak out. I'd be like, "All right, this is a brilliant plan." I'd walk out, and that guy would be like walking down the hallway. I'd be like, "Where are you going?" <laughs> and you want to say like he should have been back already, but then you think. Where do you have to go to get a bottle of bourbon when you're in the hospital? Well, I thought in 1959, probably not that far. Yes. Right. <laughs> the refrigerator down in the cafeteria. <laughs> like nowadays, you'd have to you run into a liquor store somewhere. Right. Yeah, the hysterical woman had a bottle of sherry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you walk past 40 people smoking cigarettes in the hospital. Yeah, just go, go down to the nurses' station. They probably got one. Of, you know, they got a couple down in pediatrics. You get it. <laughs> yeah, for the for the binkies. Yeah, they're teething. Just dip it in there. They'll be hey, fine. On their gums. But yeah, Jeff, I think you're right. This is a bit of an insert for the uh, Mount Rushmore. Ah, yeah, it's just a, it's a, it's only a model. So, <laughs> my first time ever going to Mount Rushmore, all I could think of was, where's the road this car was on? Because this is not what it looks like. It's right next to that building. <laughs> Does it exist? Uh, it's right next to the thirty-story building. Right. You wish this road was there. No, no yeah, road. Then you're like, oh, I saw Mount Rushmore. Now I don't have to go there. <laughs> now you said you've been to Mount Rushmore, right? Uh, I've been as, a couple of times. Of course, uh, Chris and I, as as New Jersey people, aren't allowed west of the Mississippi. Yeah, I've never been there. We're not. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, is it now as national monuments go? Is it one of those ones that lives up to the hype, or you're like, because eh. <laughs> I've I've been to both. <laughs> it's very much. Eh. <laughs> like, yeah, you don't care. The first time I ever saw it. We had our dog, and they wouldn't let us take the dog in. They told us we should leave the dog in the car, and it was like a million degrees out. I was like, are you that's a good kidding idea. me? Yeah. yeah. So we actually just drove a little. That's why I wanted to know where this road was, because I thought, we'll just go to the road <laughs> yeah. from north by northwest, and we'll just look at the thing from there. But uh, no, that th- this road doesn't exist. So we did find kind of a spot, and then we got out and hung out with the dog for a little bit and just looked at it from <laughs> afar. And then uh, much later, maybe 10 years later, we took the kids. And, um, you know, and the kids are like, ah, can we look up his nose? Like, that's all they want to know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, yeah, there, it's not, it's impressive, I guess. But you've seen it so many times in pictures forever that it's not, like, surprising in any way. Yeah, I think that was the, now I haven't been to the actual place, but, like, that was, like, my first feeling of seeing, like, a Statue of Liberty. Because when you see it, you're from pretty far away, yeah. and you're like, oh, there it is. Yeah. So, like, it looks so impressive on TV because it's always from, like, up close, and it's it gigantic. Huge, but, like, yeah. it's all by itself, and it's dwarfed by the buildings that are right there. Yeah. Oh, Because <laughs> yeah. it's not as big as you think it is. Yeah, you're right. And, and especially when you're not out at the island, and you're just staring at it from a ways <laughs> away, it, it does look very small. Yeah. I'll tell you what was a weird one. Have you ever been to the Alamo? No. <laughs> The Alamo. Now, picture the Alamo. You've seen probably an Alamo movie at some point. You know what you know I've what the seen church Kiwi's looks like. Big Adventure, of course. Yeah, so you've seen, but what you never notice is that that Alamo is in the middle of San Antonio. Oh, oh. it's it's like the uh, the pyramids in Egypt. Yeah. They oh yeah. Like if you look like to the right. right yeah, I heard that. Too. Yeah. If you are not looking dead straight on, there are like skyscrapers on both sides of it. Really. It's like in the middle of the city, and they just built around the church. Did you see the basement? Um, I've been there twice, 
both times I asked to see the basement. Um, it, wait, the, one how time I asked long to ago see. Was it? How long um, ago was this it? This would have been uh, uh, probably 2002 and like 2004 or five. Okay, because so I, well I feel after like even then might have been a. You're right on the edge. I think now if you went there, they wouldn't even know what you were talking about. Uh, so one time I asked, and the person said, "What are you talking about?" I'm totally lost. And the other time I asked, and she said. Oh, hon, the Asma Alamo doesn't have a basement. I'm like, yes. Yeah, she like, she knew what I was talking about. It played right into it. Uh, and, like, the same thing. There's a group of, like, 10 or 15 of us. And, like, you know, there'd be, like, four or five people would laugh. Yeah. And the rest are just like, what? Oh, and, and the people who actually do the tours are just like, oh, these Again, guys. Yeah. Well, they're probably, like, it's probably starting to fade enough now where it's, maybe it's not as bad. But, like, could you imagine what it was like in, like, 1986, 1987? They're probably like, <laughs> Every please person. leave us alone. Yeah. They they just sign up. Don't ask about the basement. <laughs> well, the same thing. Like when when this movie comes out in like nineteen sixty, or people showing up in Mount Rushmore. Like, where was Cary Grant at? Yeah, and they're like they didn't film that here. Like, yeah, it was <laughs> never here. Because if I remember, this has been a long time since I've actually seen more than this minute. Uh, he ends up on top of it, right? Yeah. Well, I believe yeah, this he's, road drives to the top of it. Yeah, he's a, he's up on like that's still a while from now. They do right. end up on top though, but he's like sliding down. Up on their heads and stuff. Yeah, and that's and and there's no way. Like you look around and you're like, that's that's not going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. You can ride horses. They will rent horses and you can ride them around the backside. But there's nothing over there except for just like, oh look, that's what a mountain would look like if somebody didn't come along with a bunch of dynamite <laughs> and make somebody's face in it, carve faces in it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and there's also uh, uh, who is it? The na- the Native American stuff out there. They're building Sitting Bull. Oh. Or, no, Geronimo. And Geronimo, the one guy is bigger than all four presidents. <laughs> but, really? Yeah. Is that like it's, the F- it's like an F-U? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it seems like it. But they don't have the money, you know, because they got to raise money to do this. So it's like been half completed for the 20 years since I first saw it. And now Rushmore's not even completed. They just tapped out halfway through it. Right. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we're done. <laughs> but it makes me think that, you know, someday, I mean, this, you know, we're all going to die in 50 years. And then aliens are going to come down. And they're going to go and they're going to see this ginormous Geronimo s- sculpture. And they're going to think Geronimo killed the society that was looked over by the four smaller people over here. <laughs> because that's what would make sense, right? The new, the newer sculpture that is Where? twice as big. Obviously, that was the conquering people. How close is Geronimo to the? Uh, within like ten miles. Like it's. I was gonna say. I wish it was right across from it. I was hoping it was on the backside of it. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I wanted it to be right across, staring at them. Yeah, like no, it's stupid. It's close. White it's devils like within the same sort of like. It's supposed to be part of the same experience oh wow but right yeah, now he's it's just, just he's just giant. staring over at them like yeah thanks a lot guys you did a lot for me <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm 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 glad i'm the victor now yeah like i don't know which one of you to be the most mad at <laughs> pretty much all of you yeah. <laughs> well at least jackson's not up there i was thinking the exact same thing at least andrew jackson's not up there uh i think andrew jackson might have gotten taken down if he had been on that mountain <laughs> they just like um who looks the most like Andrew Jackson as a president? We can just kind of sand him out a little bit and make him change to him. <laughs> add, add a hat. <laughs> I think with a little work, we can make it look like Grover Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Can we put glasses on him and a funny mustache? I said a long time ago, I go, if you want to you want to get a fight started, ask somebody, um, I'm going to put up Mount Rushmore too. Who are the four people you put on it? And you will start a fight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I always put a caveat on it and go, no, no, no. And you can't, you can only have one founding father. You can't just load it with four other guys from the first ten. So well, like you get I one mean, founding father, and you got to have somebody from like 1940 on. Well, you've already then, got that, like right now with Roosevelt on there. Like he kind of doesn't make sense, except for that he was the president who was sitting when they started the thing. Yeah. And he's, I mean, he did a lot for like conservation. Like I understand why he's up there. We understand I feel like, it now. Yeah, he was a bigger deal then. Than he is now, I feel like. Now people are like, yeah, I remember him. But, like, again, if you were like. Right, but it's. Yeah, it's people say the Mount, you know, when they, yeah. you know, they use that term, the Mount Rushmore of whatever. Yeah. The Mount Rushmore of baseball players or the Mount Rushmore of, you know, all time Cubs or whatever you wanted to do. Like, oh my God. Like and the, then they give you six. Yeah. But the first three presidents that are up there, I feel like are such gimmies. It's like, yeah, Washington, Jefferson. I mean, Washington and Lincoln are absolute gimmies. Yeah, those, and, and then, that's what I'm saying. And then you see Roosevelt up there, and you're like, oh, he's only there because he's the one that got the thing started. He funded it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not that he didn't do great things. I think he did. He was a great president yeah. because I probably did, I didn't live during that time. Maybe I wouldn't have liked him. But Which dead president thinks the most is the most pissed they're not up there? <laughs> <laughs> you think John Adams is sitting around going, really? Really, right. or or Madison? He's like, oh, I just wrote the Constitution. I mean, that's no big deal, <laughs> right? There was room. There was room between <laughs> Roosevelt and Lincoln. You could have put me in there. Yeah. Uh, Constitution. I mean, remember when you guys you guys used to use that? It was important for two hundred years. Ah, right. oh. <laughs> we got a lot of uh, a lot of distance out of this. Yeah. One second <laughs> for that one second of Mount Rushmore. It's just like. One second of a blue, and, and it's a cab. It's a blue cab taking him up there. Well, like it, I mean, he called for the Uber, but it never showed up. <laughs> I'm just, can you imagine being the cab driver? Like, you want to go where? Also, that cab driver is doing like 50, making a turn on a dirt road. Well. And it's just I mean, how they rolled back then. Yeah. I've, I've, I've taken turns on dirt roads at that, at that speed. Definitely. Well, that guy probably makes that drive 50 times a day, too. He's like, yeah, whatever. Right. It's it's the normal uh, fare up to the top of the Mount Rushmore on a road that doesn't exist. All right. Does everybody have anything else for this minute? I think we might have mined this minute for all that's uh, there. R.I.P. Patty Cuts. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm so glad I brought that up. Yeah. <laughs> I still can't wait to, to hear what she did. <laughs> yeah, you can look it up on your own time. <laughs> I don't want to bring everybody down on a Friday here. All right, uh, why don't you, uh, you can give your plugs, and then uh, that'll give Chris the time to try to find ours. Okay, uh, I am Michael Cotton. I'm from the Sun Ranto Show podcast. It's really weird when you're, the name of your podcast also has show in it. It doesn't make any sense <laughs> when you actually say it out loud. Uh, but we are an irreverent Cubs podcast, uh, not too heavy on stats, just guys talking about the team, having fun. Um, and I am also working on a website of basically just a list of independent podcasts so I can, you know, hopefully put more of a focus on the independent podcasts instead of all these well-funded ones that seem to be popping up anymore. And Jeff and I are from the 
dueling genre we're from the jay and silent bob minute podcast you got it he good you're right i got it i got it i, I had a little flaw but i'm good i'm good I, I realize it's friday keep it together though let's try to get through the week we've actually been fed these lines through a thing in his ear <laughs> it's hard to hear when everybody else is talking please get me a better actor in here to do this role <laughs> we do the jay and silent bob movies one minute at a time and that's all that's as far as i'm going because you guys are uh thinking <laughs> <laughs> you got anything else, Jeff? All right. Well, the listeners can find the Hitchcock Minute podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. We're at the main site over at HitchcockMinute.com. Makes sense. Uh, social media is at the man on Washington's nose. I said it right this time. Sometimes man I say the man on Lincoln's. Nose. I say the man on Lincoln's nose sometimes <laughs> on Facebook. And uh, Twitter is Hitchcock Minute. Uh, don't forget, there's over 100 Movies by Minutes podcasts. I'm not sure how many there are right now. A lot. At uh, MoviesByMinutes.com. Uh, check out site for the great shows. Uh, also, a uh, big thanks to Jim O'Kane for putting this insanity together and being in charge of it and uh, not getting too mad at certain groups that don't turn their uh, minutes until really late. <laughs> uh, uh, we're not going to uh, say who that is. Yeah, we're not, we're not going to imagine names specifically. <laughs> uh, make sure you join us next time on the Hitchcock Minute. Stop. Stop.